Hello, hello, good morning. This is Karina. Welcome to my podcast. This is episode number five. So I do want to let you guys know that I was listening to my previous podcast and I noticed um, in a couple of them that there's like some cracking um, as I was listening to the episode. Honestly, you guys, I don't know what it is. Um, I did mention I am very new to this game. <laughs> I really don't know what I'm doing. But I do want to let you know that I am sometime, hopefully this week or next week, I will be working on getting the right equipment to make sure that everything sounds good and perfect for you guys. <laughs> so I did mention um, in my episode number two that I would be doing a part two to that episode. So this is like a girl talk, um, white men cheat part two. There comes a point in your life where you want to settle down, where you're no longer thinking about the clubs and partying and being with this person and that person. And, you know, you just want to settle down. You want a family, you want marriage, you want the house with the white picket fence, that nice fairy tale ending. You want kids, a family, a home. But we all forget what comes with it. Yeah, it's all good in the beginning, but after a while, you start seeing the reality of your reality. What does that mean? The ugly truth that we all do not like to talk about. You get stuck in the routine and you don't even know it. And that's the hardest thing. I know for me, that was my biggest fear ever, getting stuck in the routine. (sighs) We'll talk about me a little bit later and my situation. <laughs> but um, what I'm saying is we forget the stress a relationship can put on our household. The stress that comes with keeping up with the house, the finances, um, taking care of the kids. We do so much that we forget to take care of ourselves. You guys, I have a neighbor and every time that I see her... She looks tired. She looks stressed out. She's wearing the same clothes. She's wearing like an an old dirty pair of shoes. She never has her makeup done. She never has her hair done. And I know that she has three kids. She has a one-year-old. And every time she's going in and out of the house, she's carrying the baby. Never does she put the baby down. I don't know what goes on in the inside. All I know is what I see on the outside. And I feel that that's a very ugly stage. You know, and I say it because I've been there, done that. And I can only see what's going to happen next. I remember one time I said something like, hey, if you ever need a babysitter, you know, I'm right here in front of you. Um, You guys should go out, you know, dance, go have a nice dinner, have fun. And they both looked at me and kind of laughed. And I think... It was a laugh like, yeah, right, like that'll ever happen, you know, (laughs) like maybe it's them. I don't know. I don't know what goes on in there. All I'm saying is looking at it, I'm thinking you don't take care of yourself. You don't get dressed up anymore. This guy has not seen you looking cute and sexy in a while. I mean, as long as I've been here, it's going on three years now. And it's like horrible. Like, you guys, we can't do this. You know, that is not okay. Like, I am not perfect. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is that when it comes to looking a certain way, like that's always been my number one. I don't know. 
one time when I was like, I think I was like 14, 15, um, my brother's girlfriend used to live with us and she would literally wake up and put on some PJs and a whatever shirt, put her hair up and walk out of the house. And that was, that was her thing. That was her day. Hey, let's go to the mall. Hey, let's go to the nail shop. Let's go to the market. And one thing I will never forget, my mom and my sister pulled me to the side one time and they said, what the hell is wrong with you? You know, what are you doing? And I'm just like, what? Like I'm, I'm going out and I was wearing the same thing. I had some PJs with the whatever shirt, put my hair up. And I'm just like, I got nobody to impress. I will never forget that day because my mom and my sister like checked me real good. And they were just like, you don't have to impress anybody but yourself. You have to impress yourself. People will treat you the way they see you. You know, do you want people to treat you like shit because you look like shit? Or do you want people to treat you good because you look bomb as fuck? You know, like, I don't know how else to explain it. But anyway, I'll never forget that day. You know, till this day, I really think that in my head. And it's funny because I didn't start wearing makeup until I was probably like 22, 23, 24. That's when I started really digging into makeup. And now, you know, it's like, I just, I have to have my hair and my makeup done, you know, to get out of the house. Like, I, I don't know. It, it's not that hard. It's not that difficult. I was doing it, you know, dropping off my kids at school. I was getting to work. I only had like a 30 minute gap to get to work. And here I am driving and drinking my coffee, listening to my music and doing my makeup. Some way, somehow, you know, like I said, when there's a will, there's a way. I always have to do my makeup even if it's not crazy or none of that you have to look presentable that's what I'm saying but going back to this subject I think she got too comfortable and that is not okay you know it goes both ways you guys I think we both need to start taking responsibility to how and why cheating starts and with that said I wrote down a couple of keys for you guys going back to what I said on my website I'm not a psychiatrist I'm not a psychic I'm not a psychologist or a doctor I speak only on what I know what I've seen and what other people tell me and so that's what my keys are based on key number one resolve issues right then and there Put your pride down and your anger aside and find a solution together. A lot of times we are so angry at the situation that we lose our shit and we can't come back to reality to find the strength to try to figure it out. You know, I know me, myself, I get so fucking angry. I mean, I'm a Scorpio that should say it all. But I get really pissed where I'm like, fuck it, fuck you, fuck everyone, fuck your mom, your house, your dog, fuck the world. Like, I don't give a fuck at that moment. And we can't be like that. <laughs> I went to church the other day and the whole service was based on do everything with love. And I really thought, like, I already do everything with love. You know, like, I'm, I'm nice to people. I get along with everyone. Um... Even when I talk shit, I don't know, let's just say to my mom about a certain situation that I don't agree with, I guess that's that's out of love. That's tough love. You know, I'm not talking shit to be mean. I'm saying it because I care. So when it comes to 
trying to apply that in my own personal life, going back to the subject, you know, I get really angry. I forget to do whatever you're trying to do with love. I, I forget that we have to handle this situation with love. And I think that kind of means like, calm down. Remember why you're, you're with the person to begin with, why you fell in love with the person and try to find a solution with love in that sense, you know, and, and I know it's hard, you guys, I don't have it figured out. Trust me, you know, that's why I'm here trying to tell you what I've been through, hoping that it can help you in some kind of way. I mean, it takes work. It takes work. It takes a lot of work from both people. And so me, myself, as a person, I have been putting in so much work. I can tell you I am not the same person that I was a year ago. I have learned to be more patient. I have learned to keep my mouth shut, which a lot of us do not know how to do. A big part that we all hate when it comes to an argument is taking responsibility when we know that we are wrong. You know, we hate admitting to our mistakes and that's where we have to both put our parts and learn to put our pride down and take responsibility for our mistakes. Key number two, communicate all issues and concerns with your partner. Be mindful, be kind, and be patient when you are communicating. I know that depending on the situation or what you're mad about, you usually end up cussing each other out or get the fuck up out of my face or I don't want to talk about it or you hang up or you walk away, you close the door. You know, we need to learn how to be the bigger person. Um, and sit down, you know, calm down, breathe, do whatever it is that you got to do. You know, if you do have to walk away for a minute, take a walk, come back, you know, communicate. Hey, I am like too fucking angry right now. I can't even talk right now. I know me myself, like, I don't know for the ones who know me when I am pissed, I can't even talk. I'm like so angry, but at the same time on the verge of breaking down that my words just like all over the place. And so if that's the case, you know, communicate, let each other know, like, look, I cannot talk about this right now. I'm too fucking pissed. Give me a minute and come back and communicate. I'd like to add, um, no negativity when it comes to trying to communicate and I say that because when we are mad, we tend to be negative. Um, we have to remember, you know, your brain is the most powerful thing in your body. I would think your brain can be your biggest enemy, as some may say. And what I mean is you can automatically just start being negative. You know, and then it just, the whole conversation goes to shit, you know, it was a waste. Like, don't be negative. I come from a family where everybody's negative, you guys, and I hate it. I fucking hate it. My mom can be the most negative person and she knows it. 
you know i don't know if it's her sign or what it is um but a lot of people have brought to my attention that you know what your mom is so fucking negative why is she like that i don't know for me i'm at the point where i've kind of learned to accept her for who she is and i just kind of enjoy the moments that i have with her and i've learned to no longer allow whatever she says to affect me and that took a really long time you guys i mean people who know me know that it took a really long time for me to get to where i'm at today i no longer give other people power over me i no longer allow you know what you think affect me at some point every time she was negative i would sit there and argue back with her and we turn into this big fight we wouldn't talk for days and now she can be sitting in the car with me she's negative and i literally don't say anything i found ways um to turn the conversation around and just change the subject you know like and i know she notices that now and it's fine but that's my way of not allowing you to affect my day you know so no negativity you guys and that can be in all areas you come home from a bad day at the office you know a, a bad day at work whatever it is someone cut you off on the freeway you come home with that negative energy it's it's nasty it's a really nasty thing to have in your personality as a person i don't like it you know I, i'm really like i just get so disgusted with people who are like that they say people who are negative are unhappy go be unhappy somewhere else you guys i'm sorry i don't got time or the patience and i don't need it in my life period moving forward key number three don't go to sleep mad that is a really 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 big thing that is like i can't express how important that is you guys do not go to sleep mad. Why do I say that? When you go to sleep mad, it carries on to the next day. When you are mad, when you're feeling sad, when you are feeling worthless or, you know, the feeling of going to sleep with your, your spouse and you don't feel any love, any connection, any joy in the morning, you know, when you wake up and he leaves to work or she leaves to work and you give that kiss goodbye you don't get any of that you know you both go to work with this nasty negative depressed mode and that naturally makes you vulnerable you know whether you're going to work whether you're at the market whether you're at the park at a gas station you know wherever it is that you're at that someone tries hit on you you naturally tend to respond you start to look for what's missing in your relationship elsewhere and most of the time we don't realize that we're doing it let me give you an example there was a point in my life where i was happy in love i felt appreciated you know he did all the right things and i was in that cloud you know it must have been the honeymoon stage still <laughs> as people say um anyway um at that point i i could never even think to try and look at another man like i don't know if that makes sense um but there's a point in your life where you are so happy and you're like on this cloud that you don't want to look at anyone else and 
I remember, you know, so-and-so making a comment like, hey, you know, he thinks you're cute. He wants your number. And I'm just like, what the fuck? No. Or like even going out to a club where someone tries to grab me and dance with me and I'd get so pissed. Like, what the fuck? Don't put your hands on me. You know, because you're so in love that you only think of one person. And so there's a point in my life where that shifted and I'm still in the same relationship and I'm no longer happy. And you naturally just start to respond to those people who are always like, hey, let's go to lunch. Hey, let's meet up for happy hour. And some way, somehow, there's always that one guy in that group, you know, that one guy that let it be known from the beginning that he had a crush on you or complimented you on something and all along he's trying to take you out and you said no to him all these months because you're so caught up in a relationship with that one person who made you feel like shit who took you for granted who didn't give you the attention that you needed so you find yourself you know running into this person in the hallway now you find yourself having time for them um, trying to go out for lunch, trying to meet up with them, when before you would, I <laughs> would reserve my time for lunch to talk with my man. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you naturally start to put an effort on finding ways on how to cheat, on how to meet up with that one person again, Instead of focusing on the current relationship that you are in. For the record, you guys, I did learn from my mistakes. I'm a huge believer that you need to make mistakes to learn from them. And that actually hit me, you know, when I'm trying to give my nephew advice and he comes back like 10 times with the same question. And I keep telling him the same thing, but he keeps doing what I keep telling him not to do and the only way that he will understand what I'm trying to tell him is by him actually making the mistake and learning from it so what I'm saying is I have had multiple conversations with my man and I have told him straight up if you are feeling that you need something more of me if you're feeling that there's something missing in this relationship, please let me know. It's that simple, you know? And I can't speak on his behalf, but I can speak on my point of view. I've said the same thing. I will let you know. And when I said it, I mean it. We are not in high school anymore, you guys. This is 2020. We are a lot older now. Me, myself, as a woman, I know what the fuck I want. And straight up be honest that's simple you're not in love anymore hey you know I've fallen out of love it's okay you know just be honest and it goes both ways all right moving forward and last one I swear <laughs> I'm trying to make this as short as possible but I know that I went already went over my 20 minute mark but let me wrap this up real quick so number four that's the last one Secure your relationship. Be who you were when he met you, when she met you. Um, play, laugh, joke, dance, you know, have fun. After a while, we tend to start taking things so seriously that we forget why we fall in love to begin with. 
Very quick example. Fun fact, you guys. I am crazy obsessed with horses. I have like this obsession with horses. <laughs> Horseback riding, all that good stuff. Anyway, every time I would see them, like on the freeway, you know, in the big trailers or just on the side of the road or... I don't know, we bump into them at the swap meet. Whatever it is, everywhere they are at, I flip out. And it's not to be annoying, you know what I mean? It's just like I'm genuinely like excited. Like horses bring out the little girl in me. And I bring this up because not to put my man on blast or anything, but it's the truth. And this is what this podcast is about. Me opening up to you guys, even if it's my ugly truth, because some way, somehow, you will take whatever you need from it to help you. So, um, going back to it. Um, yes, when I would see horses, I would flip out, you guys. And so, now, in the beginning, it was all, you know, nice and cute, just like everything else. And he would never say anything. He would just be like, oh my god, she likes the horses. I guess she's that excited. Um, it went so far that when he asked me to be his girlfriend, he bought me a necklace with a little horse shoe. So he acknowledged that he knew how crazy obsessed I am with horses. Now, moving forward, we are now, let's just say two, three years into the relationship. And every time I do the same thing because I've never changed the same excitement and you know, the, the same feeling I have when it comes to that. Um, now, it, it just annoys him. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why you get mad for? Like, you knew this about me. You met me like this. Like, why are you getting mad? You know, like, don't take things so seriously because it takes from it, you know. Especially after so many years together, like, you guys should be able to have fun. You know, joke, play, as I said, you know, like cherish little moments like that like I naturally find ways to do things for him and I'm more like go big or go home when it comes to his gifts and it's mainly because of his reaction I want to see his reaction like that makes me really really happy when I see that he is happy so in this case you're seeing that I get excited with horses I'm just saying suck it up <laughs> I know I'm gonna get it for that one anyway um, as I was saying, you know, you guys need to keep it lively and fresh and keep going out, go out on dates, have fun, you know, dance, don't be that couch potato, don't get comfortable, don't sit here and oh, well, let's just Netflix and chill, like, no, you guys, like, that gets old and that will really, like, really bring the relationship down, even if one or the other is saying no it's fine let's stay you know what I mean like no believe me it's not fine we will remember this even the times that you know I sit here and say no it sounds good yeah we should just chill let's stay in and not spend money no 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 no. like you have to make it mandatory if it's not him then it has to be you if it's not her then it has to be him you guys need to motivate each other you guys need to make each other better and if you don't have that in your relationship, then you guys shouldn't be together, plain and simple. One needs to motivate the other one when one of them is not feeling it. You guys, this is for the better. 
you know you want to grow together you want to have fun you want to make memories together as i said don't get mad be patient be mindful and be kind <laughs> i hope you guys really enjoyed you know listening to me today like it took a lot just to kind of write everything down and really get it in the right order and please do not judge me you guys i am very very new to this game i might sound like i'm all over the place and as i mentioned the issue with the way the sound is sounding right now i'm working on it please be patient and mindful and kind <laughs> thank you guys for listening i hope everybody has an amazing day thank you talk to you soon bye